rec play live. So, Garcia. What's going on? What's new? What have you been up to since the last time we recorded this podcast? Nothing really. But I did uh, come across uh, a community garden, which uh, I had seen a while ago, but I really wanted to try it, but I was kind of hesitant. It wasn't the first time I tried a community garden. Well, not a community garden, but to try gardening. I, uh, I thought once that, you know, be me being Mexican, that I had the green thumb, but <laughs> it didn't turn out so well. Well, I think the biggest thing with that came that I um, I kind of gave up after a bit. I started seeing everything growing, but it wasn't growing very well. So you lost I, hope. I did. I did. So I, I did that two or three times, maybe in the past. Uh, there was one the plants weren't growing as good as I wanted them to. Uh, two, I guess I didn't do too much research beforehand on how to do that. I kind of thought I naturally had a green thumb, but that wasn't the case. And then three, we had some dogs that love to eat plants, so that that kind of threw it off. But anyways, we, uh, we found that there's a community garden now, and we decided to go for it, so we rented it out for one year. Uh, a nice little spot. We uh, put some plants out there, and we started watering it. And we also put some seeds out there, which is nice that I've started seeing some growing. I've also started seeing some weeds in there, though. Uh, I'm not sure if it's weeds or if it's the plants. It's one or the other, though. Can you explain what a community garden is, please? So a community garden is uh, it's a garden that was made there for people to be able to have an opportunity to plant for if you don't have an opportunity at your own home or for whatever reason uh, you're not planting anything at home you think about it the sense of the community is coming together and they're putting together a garden for the purpose of everyone that, that's involved with the garden so this one in particular it it's also partnered up with um, I believe one of the shelters so half the f- plots are specifically made so that those that plant and those that cultivate that area the food gets donated to one of the shelters in the city and the other ones which are the ones that are rented out those you can grow your own stuff and if you have some extra then you can always donate it as well there are also some fruit trees in there and I believe I saw some wine uh, not wine why am I thinking about wine so early (laughs) it's that kind of day thinking about wine so early some grapevines is what I was trying to say so there's some grapevines in there that they're also being used to be donated out to uh, the the shelters as well so this one as well what I really liked is uh, the fact that there's some of the plots that are there some of the sections they're actually raised so the regular one is probably about 12 inches raised from the ground and that would be for just about anyone but there's other ones that are raised, I believe about 24, maybe a little bit higher than that, 24 inches or more, and those are meant for people who cannot reach down. So, for example, if you happen to be in a wheelchair or if you can't bend down all the way 
to the regular plots, then you would be using one of these. So they're making it accessible so that anybody can go ahead and participate within the community garden. Wow, that's really cool. That's the first thoughts I had. I had no idea that's what they were doing. Uh, they, this community garden seems to be very much about helping out to the best they can. They also help out with, uh, I believe it was the one of the troops, the Boy Scouts, and I think Girl Scouts as well. They get to earn some badges, and I think one was uh, something with planting. I don't know if you're familiar with any of the Boy Scout, Girl Scout badges. I'm not. Uh, not really. <laughs> All right, I'm not, but they were talking about there's some badges that that they were able to, to, to gain, and also I think carpentry is one of them, I believe possibly planting or harvesting, something, gardening might be another one. So those are some of the, the badges that they're able to get off of this one. And to top it off in this uh, garden, they at the very far end, somebody also put in uh, um, a beehive. Ooh, so they cool. they've been donating honey also to the shelter, which has never been done before. So I went in thinking I was going to go in, rent out a plot, be able to use it. I came out with all this knowledge about what this garden is doing in particular for its community. Now, keep in mind that not all of them are the same way. I think this is actually a very special one because of all the benefits that, that are coming out of it. Right. Now, my biggest thing is that I need to stay motivated, though. How are you going to stay motivated, person? That, that's the, the... What's going to get you there to pluck all those weeds? That's the million-dollar question. So far, I think it's the fact that I want to see it grow. So I threw down some onions, some, uh, I think, radishes, carrots. I threw out down some things that would be pretty easy to uh, grow, hopefully. I also got some tomatoes in there, some peppers. Uh... I threw in some strawberries in hopes that this heat won't kill them. Yeah. I know it's not the best area for it, but hopefully they work. And, but as far as motivation, honestly, I, I'm going to go with, I, I invested a little bit of money into it, so I'm going to consider that my anchor. But on top of that, I want to see it grow. So I've already seen some leaves growing. I've, like I said, I've seen some weeds, so I need to figure out which is which. <laughs> I'm still in the learning process, but luckily I have some friends that are helping out. And this garden also, they provide some kind of assistance if you need it. And just the other day I was there and one other person that has a garden was uh, walking by and then they asked me some questions and then they were really trying to engage with me. So it really opened up the opportunity to socialize and meet some people that I otherwise wouldn't have been meeting. Um, but yeah, the, the, the question is how I'm going to stay motivated. Yeah. Gardening uh, can be very, very like, I don't know what the word is, kind of healing if you spend the time to do it. I know for my gardening, um, I have a raised bed and some planters and things like that. And I've made it into a family activity and I got my son involved and... Um, it's one of our really good bonding times because he's watering and we're identifying different plants and then we've also <laughs> started to talk to the plants. Uh, there was, I can't even remember what the study was, but there was a study about how, you know, the carbon dioxide you let off and your breath is good for the plants. So like talking to them helps, um, 
helps them grow. So <laughs> we talk to the tomatoes and, you know, it's, it's a really awesome activity for us to do and, you know, just kind of get that special time. That's our thing. And there's no electronics. There's nothing else to interrupt or anything like that. So, um, you know, not only are we getting the benefits of the plants and, the, you know, the fruit or the vegetables or whatever, but we're also getting something much more meaningful, which is the, the bonding, at least for my household. So that's awesome. Um, I have found caterpillars on my tomato plants, those tomato worms already. It's really early in the season, so I'm going to have to go and take care of that. Not excited, but... And as you're talking about the carbon dioxide, I think I'm just going to start breathing <laughs> yeah, just really heavily. <laughs> Take the carbon dioxide. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it's a really great activity. And so you said you're planting... Okay, I have tomatoes, I have cilantro and chives, and I have some jalapenos and some ghost peppers. And I have a cucumber plant, and then I have some, um, like, uh, cucumbers. Like beans. I have cucumbers, too. Yeah, some snap beans um, that I need to plant. So, yeah, um, I have quite a little, a little setup, and I'm looking forward to seeing everything grow and see what we can get out of it, but I just have to... I want to do this as organic as possible and pesticides, you know, I don't want to use those on the fruit that, the uh, vegetables that we eat, but I don't, I don't know, I'm going to have to do some more research and figure out how to take care of the bugs. So, yeah. They did say that if you put some eggshells around. Oh, yeah, we do that. Yeah, and then I even, didn't know that. Yeah, and then the water that you boil eggs in. That has a lot of nitrogen in it, so that's good for tomatoes too, or something like that. Don't uh -huh. quote me. So we use the water <laughs> from the pan <laughs> that we boil eggs uh, to water the plants too. And then I guess we're not wasting as much. Yeah, so. yeah I think when I see radishes, I think it's like a month, a month and a half is what it, the, the paper said on how long it takes yeah. for them to grow and mature. So I think we went a little bit with um, just the quick thing so we can keep getting motivated <laughs> yeah so i i believe with that it'll at least kind of jump start the motivation that we can do it right i mean hopefully my thumb doesn't actually start turning green <laughs> but i do hope that i can pick up that skill as well and i think what you're doing is really great because not only are you going to get you know um, vegetables or you know the product but you're also meeting people you're engaging with the community it's a very positive thing um, and then the social aspect as well, you're going to see other people there and kind of learn from them potentially or just, you know, have different conversations. And I really think the fact that um, the community garden made an effort to be ADA compliant and think about that is huge. Um, so I think that's really great, Garcia. Keep it up. Keep us posted on the growth in your garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know when I start eating. And I'll probably have too many uh, too many onions and carrots and radishes. We planted a ton of those. Donate. You can donate. Them. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll donate some to some friends. Yeah. Uh, probably get you some as well. Awesome. And uh, we'll donate whatever's left over as well to 
like I said, I think it was the shelter. Um, you know, when I was doing this, though, I, I do remember once upon a time hearing that, that uh, some rec therapists also use uh, horticulture as a way to help other people. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah. And so I started thinking, what are some of the things, to, other than what you already mentioned, some other benefits that we could potentially get out of this? So now you mentioned that you would, that we get some socialization, which I've already experienced firsthand. Being able to create a sense of community is another one, which is really big. I think tactile too, you're, you know, in the dirt and you're planting and you're using different materials and tools to, I guess I didn't think about that. to do that. So, you know, that could help with gross and fine motor, um, you know, all depending on the person. What else? You know, when you were talking about that, I, I thought about problem solving because the plants don't always go the way you want them to. I already started seeing some that are turning a bit yellow, but I'm still staying hopeful. But then I have to decide, not decide, I have to look at the situation and figure out what the problem is and solve it. Right. Just trying to figure out what the best solution is. Right. So you just kind of keep thinking and thinking critical. Mm-hmm. Um, I think emotionally too, like you can create a bond with what you're doing and be emotionally invested as well because you're putting forth so much of your effort and work. Mm-hmm. So that's another area. Uh, I'm sure there's a ton. I'm sure there's research. We just haven't found it yet. <laughs> but if you come across any yeah, research, feel free to let us know. Well, definitely we gotta, we'll put it up here um, or you can post it down below. It's up to you how you want to let us know. Uh, but that's that is what I'm working on right now. So, yeah. anything else, Pashada? Well, I uh, I went to a community meeting for my neighborhood, and they uh, they were discussing putting a crisis, kind of like a crisis house, in one of the neighborhoods close by me for at-risk youth to just go to and get resources when they need it. And the community came out in full force, and most people opposed it, which I was really surprised. And I'm standing there, it was standing room only, and this guy behind me kept saying, like, really inappropriate things and really inaccurate information about mental health. And it just kind of made me really reflect on how a lot of people, or many people, don't really understand mental illness and how, what can we do to help advocate and inform people um, about it? I mean, he was going off about how (laughs) probiotics are the reason why people have mental health issues and that um, if we just ate organic food and nothing processed, there would be no mental illness and just really really kind of wacky things so that was really eye-opening to me because I thought you know today's day and age we were more informed and more aware of you know mental health but apparently not so what are some ways that we can continue to advocate for mental health and mental health services um you know besides putting the Facebook sticker up on your profile that says you're a supporter what are some other things like 
how can we get it more involved in the community, what organizations support, you know, what I believe, so I'm going to be looking into that, um, and I, I talked to the people who are going to run the crisis house, and I, I got to get more information, I, I think I'm misspeaking, I don't know if it's going to be like a house or a building, but it's within a neighborhood, um, so I'd like to get some more information and find out if there's a way, like, I can volunteer or, you know, just figure out if there's something I can do. Because I feel like if the community is in such opposition, like, they're going to have a really hard time establishing. And, you know, I think services for youth are so important. And I think recreation therapy has a huge, can be very beneficial for that population so you know finding new ways to go about things and to cope with mental illness is gonna be you know gonna have lifelong impact uh, hopefully in a positive way so I want to be a part of that so that's kind of it for me recently can you think of anything else no I was just thinking about when uh you were talking about being able to spread knowledge and how it uh, well that you, you're the one that ultimately will be able to spread anything that you do know and I think that's really important that we are spreading what we do know to the people that are around us even if it's just our inner circle sometimes that's where it starts and it's the inner circle that we want to get through and we want to be able to start with them. It, because it doesn't matter how big we start spreading the information that we know. What matters is that we're getting it out there. Sometimes when we stay quiet, we're not able to voice our opinions. Which is which makes it difficult for everyone. Because they don't actually know what you're thinking. And I know when I was younger, it was more difficult for me to be able to state my opinions. But as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little bit wiser. Not by a lot. I think it might be the gray hairs that are coming out though. <laughs> I think gray hairs come with wisdom. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but I think it, just being able to state your opinions, that's important. Being able to be factual in what your opinions are so that it's, it's not being supported solely by things that maybe not are 100% true or maybe you're not 100% informed on. So whenever I don't have a full picture of something, I won't speak out until I have a better understanding of what the topic is. So some people, maybe they like to speak out of turn. And on another note, though, we have to also see whether some people are even willing to hear us. Yeah. Yeah, I think in that moment, the guy was so, uh, I don't know, emotional that it wasn't a good time to be like, hey, sir, I think that, you know, there's other ways to look at this. I don't think it would have been appropriate. Mm. Uh, he was he was pretty mad, so I just left him alone. <laughs> <laughs> when you're angry, yeah, it's kind of hard to yeah to listen to listen to anybody, and I that's happened to me whenever I have been angry. I just I don't want to listen to anyone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I was saying, it, it's just it's important for us to state what we believe in. And be able to reach out, not just to people that are in the same opinion, have the same opinion of us, or the same opinion that we have, but to people that also oppose our opinions, so that we can also get an understanding where they're coming from, 
And at the same time, if something is not correct, finding the right opportunity to inform whoever's around us. So I think that was great, though, that you were able to get involved with the community and see what what's going on within your local community. And I definitely encourage everyone to get involved within their own local community because there's a lot of things that are changing. Yes. With or without you, the policies will change, and that includes within the professional records therapy, it includes this country. The policies are changing every day. Yes. We want it to be based on facts. <laughs> yeah. So if there's anything you're going to take from this, try to be factual and be able to express what you're thinking. Yes. And I'd like to hear um, different ways that you're involved in the community and different organizations that you find really helpful or you know, are passionate about. I want to know. Um, I definitely want to get involved. I just haven't found something that I'm super passionate about right now. So I'd like to hear what you're doing and, you know, it'll help me. So thank you. Speaking of that, I, uh, Madox, uh, she, she gave me some assessment to take. Oh, no. <laughs> I took it anyway. I think it was rating the ability to stay motivated in something for a long time. <laughs> Speaking of motivation, so I think I ranked somewhere down the middle saying that uh, I sometimes stay motivated and I sometimes don't. So I think that's something that I could even work on for myself. And I, right. I think other people who are unaware about what are some of the, the things that they want to work on, that's a, a way to figure it out. Start asking yourself, what could I work on? So, yeah. That might be a good start. Definitely. Anyways, listeners, thank you for taking the time to listen to us. Um, until next time, rec, play, live out. <laughs>